Today's episode of Inside the Wires is brought to you by Xenon Paddle. All Xenon Paddles have been designed and engineered by a paddle player right here in the USA. Take your game to the next level. Play with Xenon. For more information, visit xenonpaddle.com. Welcome to Inside the Wires. Hands down, the best podcast in all of racket sports. Listener discretion may be advised for a younger audience. We are back. That's Noah, Ara, and I'm Ben. We have on the show today, John and Matic. They are the guys behind... The most exciting invention in the game of paddle since Noah came along with Xenon. Shameless plug. Uh, guys, we have got the guys from Volley on the show. The machine you've seen at your club on social media. And if you don't have one at your club, you need one at your club. So enjoy the show. We're going to learn all about the Volley machine and uh, what those guys are up to. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to Inside the Wires. We are extremely excited to have the gentleman of Volley here today. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it and haven't watched any social media or seen anything, uh, any place about it, uh, Volley is the coolest new ball training machine that's going to be out there. I like to tell people if you imagine all these crazy AI things that are going on in the world right now and apply that to the you know, used to be boring world of ball machines. Uh, that's what Volley is. They've made it a really, really cool machine. And without stealing any thunder, uh, John Weinlander and uh, Marek Stravinsky are going to tell us all about it today. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Noah. Appreciate it very much to uh, finally decide to get on this, right? It's been <laughs> years that you've been saying, hey, come on and say something. I have kind of That's slow played it because we haven't been uh, getting anything out in the market. But finally, we are installing right now. And uh, hopefully we're on our march to about 40 clubs uh, by the time the paddle season starts, which is only a week away. And, uh, you know, we, we have a long list of people that we need to get demos in front of and uh, get installed. So we're excited. Thanks Absolutely. for having us. Yeah. So, so, so. Tell us, uh, my my description didn't do it justice, but tell us tell us about the about the machine. I think when people think of a of a ball machine, they think of you know the traditional massive clunky thing that uh, you know just a dumb machine that you you set it on the speed. You got to tweak all the dials to try to get it right, and maybe it'll put the ball where you want it to. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll shut off. You know, all kinds of good stuff. Tell us about about the volley trainer and what's different. Well, let's go back to, I guess, the start of it. Um, you know, here in Chicago, I, I picked up a, a paddle racket. First time I ever swung a racket in my life. So uh, when I was 40, when we moved up here to the suburbs, uh, platform tennis turned out to be, you know, this incredibly great social uh, way to meet people. It was awesome that, uh, you know, it was something that was happening after the kids were down. So it was pretty cheap on the on the home front to make it out and spend time. And, and you all of a sudden, you know, make a huge big group of friends and you're having fun doing it. And 
you know, typical 40 somethings, uh, successful, you know, a type people, they, you know, how do I get better at this? Uh, you know, I, I, once you put PTI out there now everybody knows your score and come on, I, I want to be just a little bit better than, than my peers or whatever it might be. So, um, I think it just started from my journey with platform tennis that, that I, I wanted to get better. And, and we have some really good pros at our club at Westmoreland, Dave Bukowski and Teddy Bukmont. And, and, you know, you go take a lesson and they tell you five things. Um, you remember three of them and you go try to play with your buddies. And, and by, you know, the third time you've hit the ball in the net, trying that new thing of a side back drive, you know, they're looking at you saying, come on, stop this. Uh, and so I just found it kind of be a frustrating experience of trying to get better at platform tennis because you, you couldn't get the reps, like kind of everywhere where I came into to any sport prior to this, it was, it, I found it hard to get practice of, of trying to just, you know, get, get more confidence in the game. So uh, I rigged up a, uh, a tennis ball machine on some painter sticks to just try to go out there and just, you know, try to get some reps. Um, and, and people started liking it a lot. In fact, I, it was funny. I had, uh, I had somebody call me from Valley low who goes, I heard you're building a ball machine. I got to find out about this. And, and Brian Miller, he comes over and, and he's, you're like, this thing's amazing. Like, and this was, this, we hadn't even started yet. This is like a tennis ball machine MVP. And, and he, uh, it, it was funny because in all my other businesses that had it never, ever, had like customers calling up and be like, I definitely need to have it. I was always selling something. It was like the 10th thing on their list that day. And like, they only ever got to three of them. And so it was kind of neat to have people seek you out and be like, I tell me about this. I'm interested. So, you know, using this ball machine, I just was frustrated. And, and, and I was fortunate enough that we had some other businesses going that I started applying all the different, you know, technologies that we had in our other businesses to this ball machine. So I started asking myself like, why does it take five minutes to dial up a shot? Like this ball machine knows where, you know, why can't it figure out where it's out on the court? You know, why can't it know what the court dimensions are? They're always the same. And, and, you know, why can't this thing just, you know, I walk out and say, I want to practice drives. You just put it on the court and it figures out where I'm at and it just serves me up drives. And, and that's where, you know, these are just technologies that we are doing in our other businesses that I was like, we could apply it to this. And, and that's where Bali kind of got started. And that was the journey of, of like, you know, where are we going to go with this? What does it do? And, and initially it was kind of just building something that we wanted to have for ourselves, you know, or for myself personally, kind of in that regard. And, and then it really kind of morphed into, well, then what does this look like, you know, as a business and where do you go? So that's the long story, the, the beginning of where Bali came from. What it really is, is this ball machine, you know, you roll it out, it has cameras on it. So it figures out where it's at on the court first. Um, that's kind of key to, to any shot that it wants to throw. It, it's make sure that uh, if it's set up in the right place, it's very it's just easy. It's all controlled by your smartphone. There's a graphical interface on the smartphone, so you know what shot is coming before you even have to throw the shot. And um, it can do every shot in platform tennis. This was one of the key things that we had to build out. Uh, a lot of people are asking, hey, why platform tennis? Well, it turns out it's the most demanding of the racket sports. Because the court is so short coupled, you have these big angles, you have you know tight angles to be shooting something down. And we figured if we could build a trainer that works for platform tennis, it'll work for tennis, it'll work for Padel, it'll work for you know pickleball, especially when you consider it's got to work at minus 20 degrees here in January or you know 120 degrees in Miami in the humidity. So so it was fortunate enough that we got started here in platform tennis and we thought this was like kind of the perfect place. We also found that the community is nothing short of amazing. Um, I hate to say it. And, and, you know, if we trip and fall three times, which I hope to God we do not, 
I think everybody's still going to be receptive because we're working here. We're trying to bring a product to platform tennis that, that is going to help everybody kind of ultimately get better and have more enjoyment out of the sport. And, and that's one of the neat things why we got started in platform tennis, because if you go out there to like tennis and you trip and fall and your technology doesn't work or something happens, you know, there's a chance somebody else laps you. Um, there's other you know substitutes in the markets, you know, you move on. But that was one of the neat things about the platform tennis communities. We just found everybody's so accessible, you know, willing to offer up their feedback, uh, their information to help you make a better product. You know, John, other than it being just an impressive looking machine, like to just, you know, to have on the court, um, I think I think the scanning part was where we realized, like, this isn't just a regular ball machine. Like it kind of just started looking at us around the court and sizing us up, felt a little squid games like <laughs> we were just like, wow, this thing is, is pretty high tech. It's not just going to shoot balls in one place like it's it's identifying where we are and it's going to kind of cater to what we're doing. So it was pretty impressive. And the people like, you know, at first glance, like were very like they thought it was awesome. Like, really impressed. So. Great work. Thank you. Uh, honestly, we're in like probably the, the third inning of this game right now. Um, we have the ball. We have the ball tracking coming online right now, which gets really interesting because now when you go do a workout, we can start scoring it. So in theory, or you could do you know a drive workout in um, in New Jersey. Uh, Noah can do it here in Chicago, and we can score both of you just like if you guys hopped on your Peloton and went riding against one another, right? Like you know where you are on a virtual scoreboard. It also has a we have with the camera technology, we can track, you know, the speed at which you're moving around in the court. So a calorie burn all of a sudden. I mean, are you so trying like, to get me to have a divorce with my wife? Like, is that, <laughs> is that your goal? Like, you want me to be on the court 24 hours a day? <laughs> uh, it is. It's kind of funny because, uh, you know, I was so fortunate that um, I called I called Noah up. I don't know what, what year, year and probably four months ago. And I'm like, Noah, you know, we are, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, a bunch of nerds. We built something pretty cool here. I need somebody that helps me apply this. I really need somebody who has a racket sports background. And and he's like, he shot the Modic. And so funny, Modic had just left his his role as a director at Amwencia. And and Modic's like, hey, you know, I'm this tennis pro, and I'm looking for a startup. And I'm like, that's funny. I'm a startup, and I'm looking for a tennis <laughs> pro. So like, Modic comes on board, and literally probably like, I don't know. It's funny because we haven't been on the court together, Modic, in like last two months. It doesn't feel like, but yeah. like last year we spent the entire year on a court together, just oh. working through, you know, building out routines. How would people use this? What kind of spins do you need on this? Uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a ton. Honestly, it just the, the, the amount of, uh, you know, little nuanced things that you wouldn't think, you know, you have to, you have to really think through, uh, you know, to, to, to get things right, to perform and, 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 you know, whether that's, you know, uh, the spins, the speeds, the, 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 the way the ball comes out of the, you know, out of the actual feed wheels and everything. And, 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 you know, is, is it performing consistently? Is it, is it, is it doing exactly what we needed to do? Um, to really mimic all the different shots that we have out there, like 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 John said, I mean, in, in, in platform, it's like just the, the the combination of the shorter court, the spins, the speeds, everything that you do on it. It's it's it really is probably the most demanding out of all the racket sports of what you really need. So, good if, if everything goes as planned, in in hopefully the next three months it will be released. But you know where volley came from is I'm I'm six six, so you know you make the serve, you go to the net, and like everybody loves to attack your feet. Uh, 
and it was practicing that first volley. I'm like, you know, how come this machine can't just figure out when the ball is coming, you know, to the machine and then fire a return shot as if somebody did. And so we're going to have that feature coming out hopefully in the next three months where you just roll this machine out on the court, you put it where the returner would be, you set up, you serve it. And as you're coming to the net, it's going to, you know, as the ball passes the machine, it's going to fire a drive right over the net. And what gets neat is then it can do it, you know, a foot away from you to the left, a foot away from you to the right. It can do high, it can do low. So it can develop a heat map of where are your volleys. And, and, you know, as you learn this game, you know, do you stop at the service line and field the first volley and then take two more steps in? You know, some people like to run right through it, whatever it might be. It's just a really neat way. And that's really kind of the demonstration of what the AI is that's coming to this is that it gets smart enough that it can, it can, you know, start engaging with you as the player and not just be just throwing a ball after a ball after a ball. Right. I, you know what? I kind of know the answer to this, but I mean, What's interesting to me is uh, unlike a, let's call them a dumb ball machine, right? That doesn't have any intelligence. Like this can be used for anywhere from beginners just to get something very repetitive over and over to, I won't, I won't name names, but let, let's say, for example, you're, you're playing against somebody who's got a big lefty spin, which, you know, you don't maybe see a lot of lefties with big spin. I mean, at a very high level, all of a sudden now with this machine, even if you're a, an elite player, you can now practice working on that lefty spin that maybe nobody else other than a couple of people in the country can, can give that to you. So you kind of have the ability to uh, at different levels do, you know, uh, practice things like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'd say basically our, our, our goal with, uh, you know, the things that are pre-programmed in the trainer um, we have, you know, uh, a mix of different levels of, of just one shot kind of, kind of, uh, um, you know, programs that are in there, but we also have what are training programs, which are combinations of shots that are meant to be more progressive, right? And according to your level. So things that fit the beginner and things that go all the way to advanced, uh, including if you want to go ahead and make it extreme addition with the lefty spins, righty spins, you know, all that kind of stuff in there, you can. Um, but the idea is to, you know, at least give, give players something that, that makes them feel like they're kind of on a journey that they can kind of progress through through some levels uh, and also help pros in that way as well, that, Hey, if we need to come up with something quick, this probably would fit the bill. We can go ahead and use it here in this clinic or this lesson. Um, and really, you know, after that, they can, they can go ahead and create their own versions of all of that, right. They can go ahead and, and um, you know, customize any workout that you'd want to do and, and any combination that you'd want to do. If you want to make a, a workout that has a hundred balls in it, hundred different types of shots, you can do that. Right. Um, so that's kind of the fun of it. I heard there's a rumor that um, you can attach like a sprinkler on top and it can simulate like rain environment, like playing in the rain. Is that true? Or is that just, uh, is that coming in the future? Not quite yet. We just have, we just have lights, laser beams that we, that we shoot at people in their eyes to blind them temporarily. Wait, so. wait, wait. Spe speaking of laser beams, does it teach you how to hit the Madoc Shervinsky laser beam forehand? Because <laughs> uh, that, that would be something. It doesn't do that. But uh, it, it will, uh, it, it is fun for things like Modic programmed it to do the waterfall Nick, which you'll pull your hair out after a little while of just doing that. Because I mean, you know, best case scenario, you're probably about 40% of getting that lob back. It, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. And, you know, I, I've seen it for a while in different iterations now. And so I, I think I know the answer to this, but again, unlike a dumbball machine, like the accuracy where this is aiming is obscene, right? I mean, it's not like it's throwing it around in this area. It's it's nailing pretty much where it's supposed to be, right? 
It is. And, and there's a feedback loop with the ball tracking, which gets quite interesting because uh, one of the big things that, that uh, you know, this sport has to contend with and, and we all live it is, is just the temperatures, right? I mean, you go out right now and like any drive that's coming out, you just let it go off the screen. It comes right back to you. You don't even have to step back to go get it. You know, in the winter, that's a completely different story as it dies on the screen. Well, same thing with the ball performance. They, they bounce differently. As they come out of the machine, there are different speeds. And so the machine will self-correct. And so when it wants to have that, that waterfall to the neck, uh, if it sees that they're going short, we can, you know, the goal is, is that we're able to make the adjustment so it keeps going to where it needs to go every time. Or, you know, conversely, if you're in the summertime and you're bouncing them out of the court, it starts scaling itself back to keep it in the court. So that, that is one aspect of it, Noah, yeah, where, where instead of it being input driven, uh, where, where somebody would say, hey, you know, I want this speed, this spin, this miles per hour, whatever, you more or less talk about what the output is that you want. And then we will do all the math and everything on our side to, to give you that desired output. And what gets neat is if you don't put the trainer in the exact same place, let's just say you roll it off and you're two feet away from where you should have been, we still correct for that. So it makes it super, super easy for somebody to set this thing up and run it. Um, they don't have to be precise about putting it exactly where a normal ball machine, if you you know are doing server turns or something and you're two feet off, every ball's two feet short or two feet long or whatever you know you were off by. Well, that, we, we tried to correct that problem. You know, the, the other the other interesting thing is um, and when people first heard about it, I think they were like, well, you know, pros are not going to like it because, you know, nobody's going to take lessons anymore. But from talking to the pros, it's the exact opposite. They're thrilled because they don't have to serve like they don't have to hit like a million balls all day long and break their arms all day long and you know, get sore. They can use this thing to augment and almost like stand next to the player and tell them, you know, this is what you're doing wrong and kind of coach them rather than just chasing balls and all that. So I think I think what they're saying is it's really going to help and enhance the kind of the the lesson experience, not really take it over. Is that what you guys are, are well, seeing as well? You are. I think you're dead on. Uh, I don't know if it hasn't been announced yet, but here you go. This is a inside of the wire is like, All you know, right. exclusive. There you go. Uh, we are the national sponsor for the APTA this year. So uh, if you've signed up for a tournament already, you'd see our logo at the bottom yeah. of it. But uh, that, that's coming out in the next week or so. Uh, Amin is going to be the one announcing that. And we're excited. We're super excited about this. And one of the key components is, is we're actually, you know, our marketing message is go have a volley lesson with your pro. Because that lesson experience now with the pro, it takes on a different, you know, there's a few big benefits. The first one is the pro no longer has to stand on the other side of the net feeding you a ball. You know, Modics live this, right? you got to keep the rally going. You're, you're kind of, you're, you're shouting at them. They're 20 feet away. That isn't always the best experience. Now they're right next to you. And, and, you know, they can step in and say, here, let me hit one, right? And you as the user or as the student get to step away and, and absorb exactly what they're saying. And then you come right back in and you do it. And it's the exact same ball. So that's the other benefit, right? There's no variance in how it's being fed. The other side of it that's really cool, and I go back to the beginning where I said, you know, I learned five great things. I remember three in my lesson. They can take that whole entire lesson and push it to your account. So you can go back that later on that week or after that and get all of your reps and have a record of everything you did during that lesson. So you... So right away, like, you know, if you worked on forehands first, then backhands, then backside screen drives or something like that, you can roll it out and, you know, keep working on that backside screen drive without just going out with your buddies and doing it. And you don't have to do all the settings are already there for you. And, and I think the last one is we're also capturing video of every shot. And so the pro can grab video, 
they can grab video of themselves, reference video, and all of a sudden you get this side by side. And uh, and that's the part, Noah, where like, you know, Modic and my forehands look so awfully different when you compare them side by side. Really? And maybe that ex- maybe that explains why his huh. is so devastating and you know, mine is minute and weak. But uh, it is, it, it's really funny that once you start seeing some of these things be pointed out, sometimes they're little things like, you know, um, you know, Monik, one of the things that we always see is like, Monik takes huge steps on his overheads, right? And he's just attacking it like crazy. And I'm taller and I'm staying vertical and I'm standing up. And, and it's, it's it, that it, no, no, no surprise, right? The bowel bounces higher on my shot because the contact point is so much higher. But you don't pick that up normally in a lesson. Um, unless you have this. And I mean, that was kind of the thesis of Bali. When I looked around at all of the innovation that was happening in other coaching areas, like golf, like you go, you know, there's golf simulators, there's, there's monitors for, for your swing speed. Your pro has an iPad and he takes video of you and, and gives it to you after your lesson. Um, it was very frustrating that it felt like racket sports was just, it was the exact same thing that you were doing 40 years ago. And, and I wanted, that's really kind of what Volley has evolved into is we just want to help bring some technology to the racket sports experience. And it all starts with the pro. I mean, this is, you're exactly right. This is, this is a tool for pros mm-hmm. is the starting point. Yep. I, I, I would add on to that just a little bit saying that, yeah, that's exactly it in, in our, in our development process. That's, that's been like, like our go-to of just like, yeah, I think we, we see how a lot of players will, will want to interact with it, use it, how it can benefit their game. But how, how can this really be like the ultimate sidekick for a pro has been a question that we've literally had like in our minds at our forefront all the time as we're on the court developing it of like what other tool would be needed? What other tool could be beneficial? How can this how can it just just make you know things easier, things more efficient? Can, can it go ahead and, 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 and build more, um, you know, better communication between pro and player? Can it also then help that with between player and player and help the kind of the the, the internal environment and community uh, within your club so that, that that's a benefit for the pro as well. Because I think the more that you can kind of connect people and, and get them, you know, on board, excited, like that's, that's just building the program. And that's, that's what we want. So that's what we've always been thinking about. Yeah. Real quick to extend that lesson example, right? You, you work on side back screen, then you re- roll it out during the week and you're working on that side back screen shot again, as you're trying to learn it. Well, you can take those videos of, you know, if you're not having success and you can push it to your coach, your pro, not even on the court, might might be his day off, right? And then he gets the video and he can annotate it and and offer you some feedback so that you can, you know, hopefully correct it and start, you know, having some success in your practice again. And so it's really about helping, you know, strengthen that engagement from the pro to the membership, which sometimes, you know, if it isn't a lesson, you know, maybe they're watching you play and they're offering some insights on when you play, but, but, you know, other than that, it, it, we're trying to find a way that we can help, you know, strengthen that for everybody's benefit. And the, the other thing I like also is like, you can take a lesson with your pro with the volley and then like, we'll work on something and then just work on the, we're jerks work with the volley afterwards, you know, like take another hour or something like that and just try to mimic it and try to do the same thing over and over and over that way. Like your pro can move on and do something else, but you're still kind of trying to learn that shot and get better and better at it. So um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think like the possibilities are endless with like how this thing can be used. And it just seems, seems amazing. The only thing I, I think it can't do is stop me from foot faulting. Um, do you guys have a solution for that? Uh, 
I think actually with the video and when we have this serve app, we might be able to generate some amazing content for you just programmatically. <laughs> they, you know, you'll just have a floodgate of this. That would be amazing. I would love that. <laughs> it, it was funny because, uh, you know, this was, uh, we've also, we've also done some work, you know, our team, we have a pretty broad team. We're, we're fortunate enough. We have about 20 engineers on staff, I think, or, or like 17 engineers and, and 22 people overall and, and various degrees of, of, of expertise, uh, you know, whether it's mechanical, electrical, you name it, but, but software is one of the core competencies. And so we've actually done a lot of work with, uh, with the APTA importing PTI in-house to the APTA. So now they control the algorithms when they want to tweak them. It's no longer coming just from tennis scores. So the benefit there is if there's other leagues that aren't necessarily on tennis scores, it's easier to maintain a PTI because the APTA is the holder of it if they want to make tweaks. But we're always sitting around joking that that's exactly that's exactly it. That we start factoring in foot fault like you guys do with your memes and give them their adjusted PTI based on how bad their foot fault is <laughs> or something like that. But uh, that that is like one of the topic of conversations that always seems to come up uh, when we talk through these uh, these diligence calls. That's great. <laughs> so uh, so you've whet everyone's appetite. Uh, some people have seen it. Hopefully, uh, more people will look it up. Um, how do they, if they, if they're not on social media, congratulations. Uh, but if they're not on social media, how do they find out about, uh, about the volley machine? And then the next question is, is, Hey, how do we get this to our club? Can you get it individually? How does that part of it work? Yeah, basically, uh, you know, a couple different ways you can, you can, if, if it's not on social, uh, you can, you can go on our website. Um, so we got on getvolley.com. Uh, you can find out all sorts of information there. You can there's a, a way you can connect to us um, and put in a request that hey we're interested and, and you want to find out some questions there. That's one way you can definitely do it. Um, but obviously we, we we have noticed a lot tend to tend to do it through social media is, is one of the best ways to connect there as well. So whatever way you can you can go ahead and reach out. We we got people that are that are listening and and uh, and ready to go ahead and respond and and and, and get you a trainer. Um, uh, another thing is there, we go ahead and, and it's typically uh, me contact, contacting back and responding in there um, to whatever whatever person reaches out. But uh, if that's something you're, you're interested in, it'd be, you know, we have a process that we kind of go through, making sure that we, we, we have an understanding of, of what the club is looking for and kind of a little bit more about their program, um, seeing if it's, you know, if it's uh, something that we can go ahead and help out, help, help the program, uh, you know, by having trainers there, then we'd like to go ahead and find that right fit. I think adding on to it, um, you know, one of the hard parts was what we were trying to build. Uh, we went and bought a company or a product line out of a company called Ace Attack. It's a tennis serving machine. It was uh, it's a very high end. It's for the collegiate athletes or people who want to hit 120 mile an hour return to serve. Super niche product. But um, what was interesting, it had the, the arm to go up and it was very close to what we, we were thinking of, of some of the functionality for platform tennis. And I mean, the machine itself right now sells for about 10,000 bucks. And that's before you make any changes to this of like, you know, being able to do all the different shots of, you know, you got to be able to shoot a, a lob, you know, at 55 degrees up or also be able to shoot a waterfall at 40 degrees down, pan 30 degrees. Like as soon as you made some of that stuff and you were trying to sell it out to people, like it would very quickly come to, you know, a $20,000 machine just with the, the, the pieces of mechanical that you'd have to put it into it. And then once you put the computers and everything else into it, this the machine, if we were trying to sell it outright, this would very quickly approach seventy-five to hundred thousand uh, dollars per ticket. And and there are machines out there that you know, Monarch is one in football, 
that they sell to like the NFL teams and then to the, the college teams, like the very, very niche. Uh, there's a $300,000 one in baseball that, that they use for pitching. That's a very sophisticated one. And, and when we were looking at this, we realized, man, this is just not going to fly at clubs, right? Like racket program, unless there's a golf project going on, it doesn't feel like rackets get much love. Uh, and so we, we had to think through this about how we wanted to bring this to market because we also, um, you know, we didn't want to target the only the highest of the high end. That, that, that seems to be the only place where there has been some innovation in racket sports um, is at the very highest of the high end for training. And, and we wanted to actually go for the middle of the racket sports um, continuum. And so that's why we came out with the model where essentially it, it's a user account basis. So we'll, we'll provide it, you know, no charge up front um, to the club. The idea is, is that people subscribe, right? And, and if people don't use it, then they're not getting taxed, you know, as if it would be an assess, you know, assessment for the program. And it's really just for the people that want to, want to use it, um, you know, partake. And it's an account basis. So it's a little bit different model, but that's one of the nicer parts of this is it makes for easy adoption at the clubs. It's not like you have to go through this big budgeting or capital uh, cap capital assessment and get everybody to agree to it. Um, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. So is, if if you're a, a club player, is it best to reach out to you and, and uh, you know, mention what club you're at and then you'll get in contact with the pro? Should they work through the pro and say, hey, this would be a great amenity to have? Or how, do, how, do you, how does that work? Our messaging right now is uh, for everybody to go to the pro. We'd like it to go through the pro. Um, this is part of the APTA sponsorship too, is that we're trying to get to the pros to reach out to us so that we can at least make sure they're informed and they're prepared because that's our messaging to, to the membership is to talk to your pro. Um, but when we, when we get engaged with the club and doing it, you know, Noah, we typically really like to have somebody on, on, you know, the, if it's not like the GM or on the management side, it's somebody also paired with the, the director of rackets. And so they kind of work, work well off of one another, um, in order to get things done and see things through. Have you thought about a electric shock collar to like shock people when they do things wrong? Anything like that coming out? Sorry, um, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. it has it has sound. I don't I don't know if yours was enabled that you got to see it if it had been updated. But this is we were debating like you know all kinds of different things that we could do with the speaker and based on the ball feedback of of you know could take on different personas and it could really you know taunt you or uh, or do other things like that. I love it. A lot no. audibly. You know, John, John and Monica, you might not be aware of this, but we discussed in our last episode, you actually have a, another uh, Rackets Pro on the uh, podcast here, and that's Ara as a certified Rackets Pro. That's true. Certified, certified. platform tennis instructor. That's correct. So any, any help you guys need or advice, I'm here, you know, anytime. <laughs> I, I feel like what we need to do is we got to get, like, you know, how the NBA has like the NBA guy, like, you know, the silhouette as he's driving down the lane or, or whatever. Can we get Jerry West. you like holding your racket and we'll just, we'll make the official silhouette of the player association out of it or it, something like that. It's possible. It's possible. You know, it's not it's, the first time I've had that request. So I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Ara is the Jerry West of paddle. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so we're, um, you mentioned a whole bunch of clubs are, are getting installed before the season. Um, are you going to have like demos out at, at tournaments where people might attend or what's, what's the plan? Maybe if people uh, aren't going to have it at their clubs yet, where they could still see it out there in the, you know, in, in the environment. 
So the, the first thing we've been trying to target, and you've probably seen the road trips on social with Modic or, or you know, we've been tracking is we're trying to at least get a presence in, in the major metros. And so we've done we've we've accomplished that. We have you know some left to install in Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Indy, but but at the very least, now if somebody asks, it's not like we gotta wait and try to roll a demo or find time. It's it's more or less like, hey, there, there's a club in the neighborhood or somebody that you play in your leagues, go talk, you know, that you can use as a reference right away. Or if we want to do a demo, we can meet there. Um, and it might be easier, for example. So so that's one of the the things that we've been trying to accomplish. I think right now. Um, we've had what Monica had say are sweet spots that we've had a, a lot of this come through is Northern Jersey, Philadelphia, um, yep. here in Chicago, and, and we've been doing pretty well in Boston right now getting installed. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, we, we definitely have quite a few, uh, that are, that are, that are in line for, for getting their trainer. So for us, it's just been a matter of, can we get it out there in, in, in time for kind of the start of the season? There's a lot of excitement and momentum going in there. So so we'll, we'll be traveling a lot. We'll probably see a lot on social media with that too. We'll be at all the events, hopefully, Noah. Uh, you know, we'll have a presence, Adam. Uh, we're trying to get all, all ready for New Jersey. And, uh, and, and Medina then is the week after, I believe, here in Chicago. So, uh, yeah, we will have a presence at all of them, and we'll have the trainer on display. And when we can do demos or if we can do things like uh, – you know, I hate to call them like carnival games, but they're just fun things of like, you know, go out there and hit 20 balls. And how good are you at the lob drill? We give you a score. And and they, it, it's worked very well in other places. And it's fun. You know, 20 balls. How many people can hit the cutter into the trash can? Uh, that one, that one is a lot of fun. There you go. I do like watching on social media the uh, the the your version of Where's Waldo when uh, <laughs> when Mod- when Monica goes out on the road on the road. <laughs> <laughs> all right um do you have anything else uh ara no that's Pro? it i mean i'm Adult just excited director? to just excited to keep playing with it i mean i love the thing and um you know i like i said i told my wife i'm like it's gonna be rough because i don't know if i'm ever gonna get off the court now <laughs> you know not that i was ever off before but now it's gonna be even worse so i'm uh, looking forward to it Absolutely. Well, Hey guys, thanks so much for being on. Thanks for, uh, you know, for obviously for what you're doing, it's, it's one more thing. That's a great advancement, I think for the game. And, you know, it just, it, it makes it better. It makes people have more fun doing it. And, uh, you know, it's just one more way to get out in the court and get some exercise and, and get better at the sport that obviously if you listen to the podcast, you must love paddle or you turn on the wrong podcast or something, but, uh, so thanks very much for all you guys are doing and, and can't wait to see as the machine progresses and, uh, you get out there even more with it. Thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate it. Both of you guys being on the cat, be invited to this. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Awesome. Right. Absolutely. Thanks so much guys. Take care. Thanks guys. All right. Thanks to John Weinlander and Marek Shervinsky from Volley. Uh, amazing to have them on. I think probably one of the most exciting things that's happened with Paddle and certainly in the last several years for sure. Um, the option to have a machine that is a smart machine that, uh, you know, that, that not just a basic ball machine, but something that's so far above that. So you're going to see a whole lot more of them out in the, in the wild so far uh, this year. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be a fantastic thing for the game of battle. So thanks to the guys from Valley for joining us, and uh, see you next time.